0: Hello everybody, it's me. And, uh, listen, I got an idea. Uh, here's my idea. We, as a generation of nerds, we're in a tunnel, can you hear that? Uh, as a generation that are super into certain fandoms and tech and video games and movies and, uh, computers and handhelds and portable devices of all sorts and all that stuff that we are all into uh we're only i mean we're no different than um you know a big room full of dudes who are into like ham radio that at first glance when i was younger i'd see guys like that and go well that's lame how lame is that that's boring what are those guys doing hope i'm not like that when i'm 54 and fat, or whatever they were, and you know, I remember having all kinds of judgments about that. And uh, it occurs to me that we're no different than that now, just with our version of it, you know. I mean, we're we lord over like a tablet, going, Yeah, dude, I can get all my comics on there now. I read all my comics here, so I got a collection of like 300 comics, they're all just sitting on this little memory stick and I don't have to open up another bag of comics or you know read another paper thing how come because because look at all this stuff I'm into man you go to somebody's house and they go yeah I got three old joust machines and a working pac-man dude one of them's a cocktail it's pretty awesome what is the difference between that which admittedly seems really cool to me both those things I just mentioned what's the difference between that and a dude who's got his ham radio and he's way into it and he made one of those uh, FM stereos that connects to the pipes in your house and picks up signals remember those? those were a big deal for a while or you know guy hacking his toaster to have a setting that the factory didn't intend uh, maybe this is obvious to everybody else, but it just hit me in the face today while I'm out in the the cold, getting some, getting a little workout here that, you know, we, we, everyone's the same. <laughs> like, it's, it's always been the same, you know? My grandpa was into collecting old Army Jeep parts. Is this still recording? Yeah. Uh... Old Army Jeep parts like engines and uh, whatever else you'd keep. Steering wheels and transmissions and all that. And even weird, you know, like just a rear view mirror or um, the little handle grip for a stick shift or whatever. From all these like old Korean War and uh, World War II, Korean War and some Vietnam models of American military uh, vehicle stuff and he keep it in a barn. He had a barn. And in some cases just huge lumps of ancient jeep parts just sitting there and just rusting and growing weeds and having the worst hornet nests you've ever seen and all that stuff. And I remember as a kid going, "What are you what is he doing? What is this for?" And it's no different than me collecting all these pop toy Replicas that look like comic book characters movie characters and TV things that I like Ooh, get the rare Groot one with them in the pot like a bobblehead. Oh the rare Groot one Well, well, that's no different than ooh a German crankshaft They didn't make these very much and they don't make them like that today. Good thing. I got four of those in the barn And in some cases, you know He spent less for those parts than Mm -hmm. I did than I am for a pop toy, which are what cost me with tax, maybe 12 bucks a pop every time I see one. I don't know, man. And like, <laughs> like, you know, seeing a guy collecting records or, or, uh, I had a friend who had an ancient collection of, uh, eight track tapes still does. Uh, he's older and, uh, I just always thought it seemed a little crazy, but what's the difference between that and me getting the, you know, the Blizzard Collector's Editions of World of Warcraft and Starcraft and Diablo and whatever? What's the difference? There is no difference. It's just what's in the box. That's it. I, I used to give my dad a little bit of heat for keeping everything, and he had like old 8mm cameras that nobody's used in 30 years. And that was 20 years ago, so, you know, 50, 60 years now. And I just think, you know, you're never going to use them. You're never going to sell them. You're never going to do anything with them. You just have them because you're kind of a photography buff. And you can't bear to let that stuff go. But now, I look at my studio and go, I'm never letting anybody take my Han Solo Frozen and Carbonite uh, rug that I got. I'm never letting anybody take that, you know, replica whatever thing, that phaser that I have in the corner of the room, that my buddy Daryl made, you know? Of course I'm not, because all the meaning is now at, you know, at my feet, instead of at the feet of my dad. And when he died, we all thought, oh, this stuff, he could have sold it or we could have was something." something. I'm just sad I don't have any of it or most of it. I don't, you know, I didn't get to keep much. He um, he owned and ran arcades and also imported and built uh, arcade machines. This was his business, which is why, you know, quite honestly, the video game bug got burrowed into me hard when I was young and never left. Um, but uh, he had a where i guess a storage unit full of about 300 cabinets, crts, mainboards, joysticks uh with buttons and all that. All that stuff. Uh coin the little coin flipper operator crap that you need. All that stuff. Um and he had a ton of it. I'm going to go this way. Yeah. And uh it got left in the storage unit when he died. None of us knew about it. You're probably getting a lot of wind on that. Shoot. I should go the other way. Crap. Maybe I'll go this way. Sorry. If this mic's picking up wind, I apologize. It's not too bad, but I can't tell if you're hearing it. Anyway, I could, you know what I could have done? Just the main community alone? I could have sold every one of those things for a grand a pop. Do you know how hard it is to get working CRTs anymore? They don't make them. They don't make them anymore. I mean, maybe somebody now has, but I don't think so. Super rare. So, uh, people who are trying to maintain the integrity of their old, you know, I don't know, joust machine or something. I keep bringing up joust because I love it. (laughs) But uh, they, they could sure use those, those, uh, those CRTs now, right? And I had, unbeknownst to me, 300 of them in a thing that I technically, as my dad's, you know, local heir to whatever he had, I could have taken out and I could have done amazing things. I could have made arcades. I could have at least, at the very least, I could have kept one of these for myself. I could have it right now. I could have it in there with some hard drive loaded with, like, you know, 5,000 MAME ROMs, and uh, my gosh, I mean, just think about it, but no, you have this wicked patented design, anyway, my point is, we all thought, well, when I found out about that it was too late, they'd already repossessed it and auctioned it, and I was just, I was mortified, Uh, and the rumor flown around was, He took all that stuff and he destroyed the monitors, the guy that bought it, which I don't know why you'd do that. Had them carted off and like, not humanely destroyed, but uh, because they contain a bunch of stuff you don't want to have out in the wild, what's that called? The phosphorus, whatever, anyway. So that stuff was destroyed and the cabinets were looted and used for I don't know what. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, I would have killed. But there was a time where I was mad at him from for having all that. Like in, uh, you know, late high school, we got this house full of cabinets that weren't finished, that didn't have everything running, basement full of them because we had to storm somewhere. Garage was full, we couldn't park the cars in there. I'm like, Dad, you're such a pack rat. How can you be so into this stuff? And this is, I mean, keep in mind, this is after the video game crash of like 85, where everything took a giant dump. And, uh, his business got especially hit hard because he had just invested, at the time it was a lot of money, but hundreds, probably five hundred thousand dollars dollars—in uh, a bunch of stuff from Japan and new cabinets and CRTs and stuff. And so uh, we were just annoyed with it. To us it was like a symbol of how the business, business had failed and not a sign of what potential they may be in those things. So, anyway, I don't know why I'm telling you that story. It just feels related because here I now am. As I, I guess people say you're still in your prime at my age, whatever that means. Oh, there's kids up here and I don't want to talk to them while I'm walking. First sign of old age, you know. How annoyed are you with kids? Just random kids, you know, people I don't know. It's like, I assume they're all skaters and they're loitering at the gas station. But anyway, uh, looks like I can avoid them here. Yeah, but now I'm in his boat where I gotta, you know, gotta make a decision on this stuff. How much crap do I want to have? Why does it mean something to me? You know, the other day I was looking at that Twinkie (laughs) that I... Uh, that I had in, I think it was 2000 or 99. It was a full Twinkie that got left on a shelf. And about every six months or so, I would bring that thing out and talk about it on a podcast, which I've been doing for 10 years, by the way, more than. And uh, I still have it. It's petrified, it hasn't changed shape or color. Only in hardness and lack of uh, (laughs) potential eating potential. There's no way anyone could eat that thing now. Um, But yeah, like... There's nobody over here. Let's go over here. Uh, I'm never going to get rid of that Twinkie. (laughs) Because it's hard as a rock and totally cool. It's petrified. Proof that you should never eat those. Number one. Number two, that I still have It's just kind of a miracle. And three... It, it never got, you know, I mean it's like it's some kind of weird dark proof that man man was here, you know here is a thing made permanent cold from the natural resources of our planet turned into this thing that will never go away I have all this like dumb nostalgia for this Twinkie and it's only a decade old thing I'm t- this is just one thing among all my dumb things I'm never going to get rid of that And you wouldn't either. Would you? Sit for a minute. I was jogging. Now I'm walking. Now I'm sitting. Anyway, what would you do? Because I know you can't take this crap with you. And I don't think Nick wants my Twinkie. (laughs) But on the other hand, there are things he's really into now too that he will always be into. Like his Microsoft or his, um, Microsoft, his, uh, Minecraft same thing now. I guess these minecraft swords and shield that are all like in the Big pixelated foam version of the sword and all that he's way into that they're hanging on his wall My lips are numb. I sound funny. Anyway, he doesn't want to get rid of those He'll keep those forever probably Sorry (laughs) Gotta get away from the children's Um, Ow I hurt my ankle Come on, Scott, get it together. So uh, that's all. That's all I wanted to talk about. Just a funny thing. The ham radio thing kicked into mind because, you know, I used to think those guys are funny, like sitting around going, yeah, I'm on my ham radio, and I'm talking I'm thinking that hobby, what, what is that? Go out and meet a girl. Watch do you, you know, have some fun. I think I was wrong about that. That was bad judgment. I think those guys were fine. In fact, they found a thing they were passionate about. They had a community that were equally passionate about it together. They remained passionate about it. It was a huge thing for them. Who am I to say anything to the contrary to somebody who's found their thing, man? So you could argue my entire life right now is all about finding, having found my thing. Yo, yo, what up? Love guys with big uh, subwoofers that have their all their windows down in the middle of winter, impressing me with their lowrider. Uh, but again, see, there we go again. That guy's got passion for that low rider. What if that is his, you know, great passion? His great destination in life is to have a tweaked out Corolla that only rides three quarters of an inch down off the ground or up off the ground, and uh, is worth less than the stereo that's installed in it. Who am I? Who am I to say anything about that? (laughs) Alright, anyway. uh, Thanks for hanging out, and I'm glad we could have this time together. It's my hope and dream we can do this again real soon. So go be passionate about your thing. If you're aware of a warehouse full of cabinets and of CRTs, do not let them go. Get a hold of them and uh, get them in the proper place because they deserve to be played and used and not lost to time. <sighs> I'm starving. Alright, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.